A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't necessarily like cleaning and organizing. Um, Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 81, and I'm calling it Visibility, Visibility, Visibility. Um, I bet you can't guess what we're going to talk about, visibility. Anyway, um, I did not do a podcast last week because (laughs) I have officially talked two different microphones to death at this point. Um, I am now on my third microphone. Thank you that Amazon delivers quickly. Quickly quickly. Um, and I'm glad to have my third microphone. Um, and speaking of microphones dying and me having to buy new ones, um, if you would like to be a patron of this show, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean, or look for the link in the show notes for this podcast or at the top of a slob comes clean.com slash podcasts with an S. Um, at the end of the show, those of you that are already patrons at the three and $5 level, I will let you know when our next Google hangout is going to be. That's private just for patrons patrons. Okay. Um, Oh, another thing too, before I get started, um, as I mentioned, last podcast. I uh, am very excited that my book release has been moved up, which means that they liked it. Um, There are edits to do, but not huge ones. So um, anyway, it's going to be released November 8th. It was supposed to be in January of 17, and now it's going to be in November. So that's very exciting. But I am going to have to take down 28 Days to Hope for Your Home as an ebook on March 1st. So that makes my heart just hurt. But if you have thought about getting it, but you haven't, um, you need to do that now. So it just so happens to be on sale through the end of January, uh, as a combination with drowning and clutter for $5. So normally $5 is the cost of one ebook. So that's a good deal. Okay. So we're talking about visibility, visibility, visibility. Here's what this means. For some strange, bizarre reason, my natural inclination and the inclination of a lot of people like me is that when we need to clean or we get inspired to clean or we suddenly have cleaning energy, which is what I used to just completely depend upon, meaning it did not happen if I didn't have this burst of unexplainable cleaning energy, um, the natural inclination is to head to the linen closet or a junk drawer or some other space that is kind of sort of invisible. I mean, like you just don't see it on a regular basis. And here's, here's the thing that just used to happen. I have figured out that the reason that happens, um, partly is just being overwhelmed with the overall. And so it seems that those closed up spaces 
feel a little more controlled. Um, you know, the linen closet has a very designated purpose because nothing else really goes in there, you know? And so, and I know not everybody has a linen closet, but I'm just using this as an example. Probably most people listening have a junk drawer. Let's use that as an example. So the junk drawer, even though, yeah, it's a junk drawer and I'm sure a super duper organized person would have some other name for it. I don't know. Um, but you know, for me, it's just kind of a catch-all. If I don't know where something should be or whatever, I know to go look in the junk drawer. Um, it's just kind of, but it's, it's a closed, small, controllable space. And here's, here's the thing. If I can declutter that closed and, um, blah, blah, controlled space, um, then I can feel like it's going to stay decluttered you know, it's kind of, it's not visible. It's, it's not something we use all the time. You know, your living room sofa, you use all the time. Your kitchen table you use or should use all the time. I mean, those are things that use all the time that you use all the time. Therefore they get cluttered super duper easily, but they also hinder my life when they're cluttered. You know, if that, if my kitchen table is covered in stuff and unusable, it's messing up my life. Okay. Where a closed off space, I don't use it all the time. And so it seems like a good idea because maybe it's actually going to stay decluttered, but it does not improve my overall everyday function of life of me and my family. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna tell you a little story about normal people. Normal people, if you're new around here, is what I call people who are not slobs. Um, just so we all understand there's no such thing as normal and, um, who wants to be normal anyway, but it's just one of those things I say. So normal people, meaning people who don't struggle, like what is wrong with me with all this kind of stuff. Um, I have heard many of them say, that, oh, I'm so disorganized. And these are the people that make me like cross my eyes because I am like, I've been in your house and you say you're disorganized and I've stopped by unexpectedly multiple times and it's always perfect looking. What are you talking about? Um, what I have learned from talking to normal people is that a lot of times somebody will think, will, will consider themselves disorganized. And I'm not belittling that because anybody who has something that they want to work on, you know, that's their struggle. I'm not belittling that. My goodness, I have bajillion struggles of my own. Um, but what I've realized many of them are talking about is, um, behind closed doors. Okay. So like behind closed doors are, that's where they're disorganized, you know? So like, let's say their kitchen cabinets maybe aren't organized. There's somebody that I know, um, who, whose house always looks perfect. And this person, um, we were over there and it was, you know, Hey, where's the such and such? Hmm. I'm not sure. This person didn't know where something that in my kitchen, I would absolutely know where it is. Not that the insides of my cabinets are organized, but my point is that out the surfaces 
the outside visible part is always neat and clean, but they consider themselves disorganized because inside the cabinets is messy or, um, it's probably not as messy as mine right now where I've shoved some mail, but, um, for them, you know, they're, they're like, Oh, well I'm behind my cabinet doors. I'm very disorganized. Well, um, I wish that was where I was only disorganized. I feel like one of my unique issues is that I'm disorganized behind cabinet doors and in front of cabinet doors and on bookshelves and counters and tables and fireplaces and anything else, tops of the laundry, um, washing machine, you know, basically give me a space and I will, um, make a disaster out of it. So, uh, you know, but for them, they may think, oh, well, I'm not organized, but the truth is comparatively, you know, what's better. And I actually, I actually talked about this one time and somebody argued with me and said, well, I would rather have my behind the, the cabinet door spaces organized. And I'm like, that's great. But let's just talk about percentages. Let's just do the math. I mean, here I am the non-math person. Let's just do some math here. Okay. So, um, what are the percentages of people that will actually see underneath your kitchen sink? Like when they come in now, it can happen. Oh my goodness. It can happen. People can assume that you keep your trash bags there. Cause that's where they keep theirs at their house and they're trying to be helpful and they open it up and go, <gasps> you know, whatever. But the percentages are, if I'm going to have a party of 20 people come into my home, maybe one, and it's so not guaranteed, maybe one is going to actually open, um, the, under the kitchen sink cabinet. All right. But all 20 are going to see the top of the piano in my dining room when they walk in the place where we dump paper and mail and things like that. Um, all 20 or are going to need a place to sit down comfortably. All 20 are going to, you know, walk through to the back bathroom. Well, maybe not all 20, but all 20 have a decent chance of doing that where there's the percentage of people who are actually going to open up something now here, you know, then we go, but what's the real thing that you start doing? I mean, maybe sometimes it's not the linen closet or the junk drawer, but maybe it's, I'm having a party and I'm going to fixate on repainting my bathroom. Oh my goodness. My back bathroom, which is where guests go needs to be repainted so bad. It's ridiculous. I mean, I have hated the color in there since I was halfway through painting it like nine years ago. It's one it's on my list. I've never done it. If you've been around a while and you saw when I got my new toilet a year ago, Christmas, um, yeah, it doesn't even, I didn't, the toilet's a different size. And so where I hadn't painted behind the toilet with the old toilet is now totally obvious. Yes. I need to paint that bathroom, but guess what? it's not the first thing people are going to see. Yes. It's, it needs to be higher on my list. Yes. But the truth is if I have to prioritize my time because I have to prioritize my energy because I have to prioritize how much time I have available to get ready to have people in my home. And that's my goal. My goal is to not keep people out of my house because of my messiness. You know, I always say, you know, my goal is never to have a perfect home, but my goal is to have a home that's livable. And for a family of five, 
who are fairly people oriented and social, it's really important for us to be able to have friends over and people in our home and people stop by for some random reason. My friend's husband locked his keys in the car uh, last week or yeah, sometime about a week ago. And I'm so glad that we lived right there so that he could knock on the door. Now I did go, Oh my goodness. I really haven't picked up in a little bit. Um, but you know, come on in. That's my goal. That to me is living. Maybe it's different for you. Maybe you really, truly don't like to have people over, but that for us is how we define is our home functional. Am I willing to open the door and let people come in on a moment's notice? Now, if they come in on a moment's notice on a Tuesday afternoon, don't expect it to be perfect. But at the same time, I want to at least be able to let them in where, where I was six years ago before I started all this, I would not have been willing to let them in. I probably would have, um, you know, opened the door and said, sure, I'll bring my phone out to you. You know, thankfully it wasn't too cold, but you know, even in those situations, so that that's where my goal and my progress that I'm aiming toward is it's to have people in. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code clean at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to like a better help therapist can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp 
betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. So focusing on visible, um, you know, cleaning out the master bedroom closet. If I think, okay, I'm going to clean today. Sure. I would love to go work on that spot, but if I'm having people over at six o'clock tonight, that does not need to be at the top of my priority list because I guarantee you somebody might look under my kitchen sink. They are not getting to my master bedroom closet because I'll have that master bedroom door locked. Um, anyway, so I guess you know, which is the better problem? If we're going to have to have a problem, which is the better problem to have surfaces clear and livable and be disorganized behind the cabinet doors or to have an explosion of stuff in the house? Just kind of a perspective thing that I've had to deal with. Um, but here's how it actually goes. When I start, when I start decluttering, when I start cleaning, when I do a five minute pickup in all of these situations, I have to, and for me, it's actually verbally, I have to remind myself visibility first, visibility first, work on visible spaces first. So when we do a five minute pickup, our main goal is the living room. Usually it's me working in the dining room, the kids working in the living room, my husband working in the kitchen. That's kind of our thing, the way that we have just naturally gone to. But my goal is that this living room will be picked up. Yes, people have to walk by my dining room if they were to come in, but I will rush them through and get them in the living room. That is the space that's visible. Now, here's the other thing too. It's visible because we spend time in it. It also gets messy because we spend time in it. So that's another reason. If it's a space that you use and you're someone, anything like me, it's going to get messy. It's going to get cluttered. It's going to have empty cups and glasses and things that just randomly appear or the dust mask that I'm looking at on my coffee table right now as I'm talking. Um, but all of those things, because I live there, it gets messier. And, but for some reason it's that, why do I not consider that a real mess? because I have some big, huge clutter, real issue in my master bedroom. But if I will get that visible space done first, then as I'm able to, I can continue moving into the less visible spaces. Okay. I feel like I'm being super duper confusing, but Hey, let me just, um, talk about, I, over, uh, Christmas, I, um, well, the day after Christmas, uh, the posts that went up on the blog were, non-overwhelming decluttering tasks. Okay. If you are not a member of my email list, which is totally free, go to aslobcomesclean.com and sign up for the email list. Um, so that you can get the emails. Um, there are actually multiple different options. If you haven't been there in a while, you're going to see a little pop-up that's going to give you a newsletter option, or you can go, um, to the website itself and sign up on the side just to get every new post, um, sent to you so that you don't miss out. But we've got, um, all these, um, okay. So I started, I, I, that's, this is what I did. Non-overwhelming decluttering tasks. Okay. Um, meaning sometimes we think, I need to declutter. I don't know where to start. Okay. But the different tasks were Day one, throw stuff away, go through 
throwing away um, flat out trash, but then start looking for broken stuff, stuff that's not worth donating, stuff that you go, oh, wait a minute, why do I have this? But the goal is to always go in the order of visibility. Start by standing at your front door and saying, what is it that people see? I don't see it because I live here and I don't even notice these things. But if I stand at my front door and I look around through the eyes of someone else who, you know, is just seeing this for the first or random time, um, you know, start with what's visible, then go. And as you have more energy, as you have um, more time than you thought you did, then you go into, okay, I've done all the visible spaces. Um, I did my living area. I did the dining room, the kitchen, and now I'm going to go and do surfaces, the visible parts in the bedrooms. Okay. And then as I get through those, if I still have more time, depending on how much time you're work you're devoting to this, um, then you go and start opening up cabinets or opening up drawers and start pulling out trash. So it's going always in order of visibility. And here is the reason for that. If you will go in the order of visibility, when you're done at whatever point, whether you started and five minutes later, your kids had a bloody nose and you had to stop, or you ended up going five hours, whatever amount of time you had to give, you have progress. Okay, because you're focusing on starting somewhere visible and your house overall makes you go, oh, it looks better. I did something today. Okay. And people like me know that that's really important. Um, The second day was procrasticlutter. Okay. That's a word that I've made up, procrasticlutter. What that means is the stuff that you don't see because you think in your mind, Oh, well, of course I'm going to get to that. Well, of course I'm going to pick up those glasses off the table next to the recliner. Of course I'm going to pick those up. And so you think, well, I'm going to go do something else during this designated cleaning time instead of doing the stuff that you're like, well, obviously that needs to be done. And of course I have to do that eventually. So I'm going to do something else that I wouldn't just naturally do instead to go with visibility because usually those things don't take very long. But again, you've put energy and effort and time into this and whatever point you're done, your house looks better at whatever point you're done, your house looks better. Okay. And that is the goal. And then after you go through that, then you move to less visible spaces to work on those. I know it goes against everything in me. I think this is honestly one of those real, um, of breaking point is the word, but one of those big differences between people whose homes are naturally generally under control and people like me, you know, is the visibility thing is focusing on the wrong thing first, focus on what's visible first. Um, you know, part of what I talk about is slob vision. If someone doesn't have slob vision, that means they see those cups on the table next to the recliner and they see them as out of place as soon as they're there and they move them. People like us, we don't see that. We have slob vision. It just looks normal to us. So it takes that moment of, okay, I'm going to work and clean up. Then for some reason we see them and don't do anything about it because we think, oh, well, that's not a big enough impact kind of a thing. But truly what will make the most impact is focusing on visibility. Okay. Um, so it goes with the same, okay. What was the other stuff? Procrastinate clutter. And then the next day was, oh my goodness. Um, 
Oh, make it fit. I know. Uh, the container concept that I have talked through many, many times. Um, the container concept is I can only have in my home what will fit in my home. If I have books that need to go on a bookshelf, I can only keep the number that will actually fit on my bookshelf. Everything is a container. A container is meant to contain. That means it's a natural limit to how to determine how much I can keep of this without it spilling over and getting out of control. If, um, if I keep too much, then it's naturally clutter. That's what it is. If it's in, if it's on the bookshelf and there's only the number of books on there, then there are books on a bookshelf. If I have more books than can fit on the bookshelf, then the ones that don't fit are clutter. Yeah. There's other podcasts on that that go into way more detail, but the basic point was to go through and start looking at my spaces in my home. Cause I don't just consider like little plastic buckets to be containers. I consider every shelf, every, um, cabinet, everything in my home is a container and it determines how much can stay in there. So, um, as I do that, I need to go in order of visibility. So I say, okay, here I am in my living room and I look around and I say, what is spilling out of its container? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's all the, um, DVDs or something on the TV stand that my kids got out. Well, I go and I put them away, but I find that, you know what? I actually don't have room to put these away because there's so many. Well, then I declutter and just pull out the number of things that will allow everything else to fit in there and close comfortably. Okay. So I'm not doing a deep declutter at this point, I'm focusing on visible impact in my home. So I'm going with what's visible, what is visibly spilling out of its container. And I'm going to declutter down to the point just where it fits in its container. Okay. So for me, it was, um, my pots and pans in my kitchen. They, uh, my cabinet was not closing all the way. And so they those pots and pans were overflowing their container. I had too many. And I looked in there and I said, okay, I just want this cabinet to be able to close. That's my goal for today. Yes, I could probably pull everything out, scrub it all down, whatever. But instead I just need to get this cabinet door to close. So I look in there and I see, oh yeah, there's this skillet that I never, ever, ever, ever use because it's totally the skillet's fault that it, um, burns everything. It's not me burning it. It's the skillet. But anyway, but I'm going to get rid of that skillet. And look, these lids, look, this lid fits both of these pots that I never use a lid on anyway. So I really don't need a lid for each one of them. So I, you know, took out just enough that, oh, okay, well now the cabinet door closes, closes. So I made it fit, but I focus on visibility first. And then obviously same rule. If I've gone through my house and I've made things visible fit, well, then I go to the next level of visibility. I go, you know, to my kids' bedrooms. I go to places that guests don't go. And then eventually I can make huge progress. And here's the thing is people say, well, how do I ever get to the, to the, you know, the deep stuff or whatever? If you're going to do it again, like let's say you did make it fit the week after Christmas and you're going to go back and do make it fit again go ahead and go back through in order of visibility. And there's going to be way less than there was when you did it two weeks ago. But with the time and the energy that you have, you're going to get to go a little bit deeper and get into a little bit deeper of a decluttering project. 
Does that make sense? Okay. Um, and then the next, and during that time of making it fit, writing a list of the things that you want to come back to. And then the next day going through that list and saying, okay, these are the spaces that I saw yesterday. I was just making things fit. I was just, you know, focusing on visibility. Now I'm going to go back through this list and you prioritize them in order of things that will actually impact your life positively. If the linen closet makes you crazy because it, you know, showers towels upon you every time you open it, then maybe that's the thing you need to focus on today. So that gets you to that point, but always focusing on visibility. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, let's see how much time I've been a yakin. Whoop, 24 minutes. Okay. So, um, did y'all get that? I'm really big on visibility. Um, okay. Because I really, that's my biggest problem. You know, even, okay. So even it's not just when you're decluttering either. It's when you say I have today to clean my house. And for some reason, my tendency is to go scrub the, I don't know, you know, scrub the blinds in the back room that are super dusty, but no one ever sees them. You know, I'm like, okay, so I have a cleaning day and I go do that. But then my floors are covered in stuff and my carpet's yucky and gross and needs to be vacuumed and all that kind of stuff. It's like, what is visible? So start with the visibility rule, not just when decluttering, but also when cleaning any, any time that you can do that and you devote your energy to what's visible first, then you're going to see the progress and seeing progress inspires you and gives you more energy for future projects helps you keep going because the worst feeling in the world is feeling like you have been decluttering or cleaning all day long only to look up or have someone knock on the door and you still don't want to let them in because the house still looks like a wreck. I mean, if, if you don't know what that feels like, I am so happy for you. But if you're anything like me, you know what that feels like just that incredible frustration of seriously, I have been cleaning all day long and my house doesn't look any better. I'm still embarrassed to let someone come in. If you will focus on visibility, that solves that problem. Okay. Um, as I said, um, those of you who are patrons, which let me just explain what that means. Um, podcasting costs money. Um, and it actually does not make any money. So, um, I 
have set up Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash the slob comes clean, where you can be a patron of the show. Um, I greatly appreciate it. Those of you who are at the three and $5 a month level, we do a Google plus hangout once a month. I'm switching between evening and morning just to try to get in as many people. So month by month it switches. So this week, this month is a evening hangout and it is going to be January 25th. That is next Monday at 7.15. 7.15 because that's when we have um, dance class and basketball. And so it's kind of a, you know, a good time. So I am going to be doing 7.15 on Monday. That is central time. I am in Texas. So if you need to do the calculation on the timing, um, it will be central time. I will send that out through the Patreon system to those of you who are at the 3 and $5 level, and um, you'll get your invite to that. So thank you so much for joining me today. Again, don't forget, 28 days is not going to be available in the same way. So um, anyway, it will be included as an appendix at the back of the book, which is called, can I say this yet? Okay, ignore it. As far as I understand, it is called How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. So um, just letting you know that. Uh, But it will be included at the back as an appendix, um, but it will not be available in the same way. So if you need it now, get it. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. And I will talk to you next week because hopefully this new microphone will work great for at least two weeks. (laughs) Okay. Bye.